This is Jay Allen Smith, and you're listening to Outdoor Adventures with Jason Sacco. Welcome to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Each week, I bring the world of hunting, fishing, and conservation to you. From the great hunting and fishing opportunities found in the Americas to the dream safaris located on the dark continent beyond. I'll introduce you to those who are already out in the field living every outdoor enthusiast's dream, as well as outfitters and gear manufacturers that can make those dreams your reality. Buck Fever Synthetics, the premier attractant company, making not only the finest whitetail synthetic attractants, but also scents for elk, moose, bear, and hog hunters. Use with Buck Fever's Vanishing Hunter to reduce your scent and see the difference. Put out Buck Fever year-round to have the animals coming in. It crystallizes in dry soil and reactivates with moisture, and it never spoils. It simply works. Go to BuckFeverUSA.com to see the full line of Buck Fever Synthetics. Make bucks hunt you. Proudly made in America. DTO Optics wants to be your optics provider. They offer rugged and dependable rifle scopes, binoculars, spotting scopes, and rangefinder options. You'll find big name quality optics at little name prices. DTO Optics is your value-based optics company providing awesome customer service, a 30-day love it or your money back guarantee, and a lifetime warranty. Check out DTO Optics online at DTOOptics.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Racks, offering the coolest bow hanger on the market. Display your bow with pride in your house, your garage, or anywhere you'd like. We carry most major brands while also offering a custom service if you have an idea or logo of your own that you'd like made into a hanger. Use them to display your traditional bow, compound bow, or even your crossbow. They also work great for hanging your hunting gear, your bags, or hats. Not to mention the design just looks plain awesome all by themselves. A Rax hanger makes for a great gift for that special hunter in your life. Go to RaxInc.com to see some of the available designs or contact us to discuss the custom hanger of your own. For listeners of the Outdoor Adventures with Jason podcast, use the promo code PODCAST and get 15% off your first order. Rax, show off your passion. Tall Tines Taxidermy is your mid-Michigan taxidermist, conveniently located in Clarksville, Michigan. Lanny specializes in white-tailed deer and any other big-game animals you harvest. As a boutique taxidermy studio, you know who's doing your taxidermy work. Let Lanny Ross, owner of Tall Tines Taxidermy Studio, show you why his motto, Preserving Memories, produces one-of-a-kind works of art for you. Reach Tall Tines Taxidermy at 616-723-7970. Top 10% Deer Management is the premier land management company to help you see better deer on your property. Whether you have 10 acres or 10,000 acres, let a top 10% representative begin to help increase the correct deer habitat on your property. Go to top10percentdeermanagement.com for an introduction. Top 10% Deer Management. Manage. Hunt. Harvest a family-owned business. Welcome to this episode of Outdoor Adventures with Jason. As many of you listeners know, I love to hunt with a crossbow. I've been hunting with a crossbow now for 14 plus years, and I absolutely think for me, it's the perfect weapon to use when I'm out in the field. Today, I'm very excited because my first crossbow was a Horton, and then I ended up picking up a Wicked Ridge crossbow of three, four years ago that I loved. And I've got Brian Zabitsky on the line. And Brian works for 10 Point Crossbows, which owns obviously 10 Point, Wicked Ridge, and Horton. And I'm real excited to have him on because there's such an amazing lineup for crossbow shooters in the Wicked Ridge line. And Brian, how are you doing today? I'm great, Jason. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Oh, I really appreciate your time because there's so much great innovation that's come out, say, in the last four or five years of crossbows. And Wicked Ridge has benefited from that, but still kept it. Which, what I appreciate is that $900 price or less for most crossbows. And I think that really becomes a huge benefit for hunters that, you know, if I only hunt 20 days a year or less, 30 days a year or less, uh, I might not be able to justify $1,500, $2,500 for a crossbow, but six, seven, eight hundred dollars I can do. Absolutely. The uh, Not everyone can spend, you know, that much on a crossbow. And we've positioned the Wicked Ridge uh, line of, of our brands into the uh, kind of the entry level. So the pricing on those begins at about 459 and then goes up to uh, somewhere around uh, 899 
but those crossbows, because they're uh, priced at a lower price point, that doesn't mean that uh, they're not a, a good quality crossbow. We have not in any way sacrificed uh, any any kind of quality or design or any aspect with the materials on those crossbows. We produce them on the, the same line that we produce the Ten Points and the Hortons, uh, the same manufacturers who make parts for those other uh, brand names also make the same parts for the Wicked Ridge crossbows. So it's an excellent value, one of the best values out there when it comes to not having to pay too much money for a crossbow, but then also getting a crossbow that you know is, is going to withstand all of the, the use that you'll have for it as a hunter and a shooter, and then also comes with a, a lifetime warranty on different aspects of the bow. So a high-quality crossbow for a low price, that's what you'd be getting uh, when you look at the Wicked Ridge lineup. And I think it's fantastic. And I'd like to take a step back because Wicked Ridge is one of those brands that came out and was started by Ten Point, but Ten Point's been around for a long time. And can you give a little background on the Ten Point brand and and what makes it unique in the crossbow market? Sure, I'd be happy to to talk a little bit about the history. Um, I think it's a very interesting story, to be honest. So Ten Point is still a family-owned business to this day. We uh, are located in Suffield, Ohio, which is very close to Akron, Ohio. We produce all of the crossbows uh, here in Northeast Ohio. We work with local manufacturers uh, throughout Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Indiana, to produce uh, the parts for each of the bows. Uh, and then we assemble here at our factory in Suffield. Now the story begins though, quite a long time ago, over 50 years ago, not far from where I'm sitting right now at the factory, a gentleman named Bill Bednar, who's a Hall of Fame archer, and his wife, Edith, they started an archery uh, store, uh, a very small local archery shop called the Portage Archery over 50 years ago. Bill and Edith had three children, Rick Bednar, Cindy Bednar, and Joanna Bednar. Rick, uh, Cindy, and Joanna, all three grew up right next to the archery store. They worked in the store. And Bill was a, a, a very significant archer, very good competitive shooter. Uh, he coached them and, and taught them how to shoot, you know, vertical bows, recurve bows competitively. And as a result of that, Rick Bednar, who's currently our CEO of the company, he actually was chosen for the 1976 Olympic team uh, to shoot competitively as an archer. He also uh, won various uh, NCAA championships three times, actually, when he uh, went to the University of Akron. And he also toured the world uh, on the USA Pan American and World Target and World Field Archery teams. So uh, Joanna and Cindy also grew up uh, shooting competitively, and they were very successful uh, through their college years in shooting competitive archery. So what I'm trying to kind of set for you is that this family that owns Ten Point, uh, they come from a very rich uh, archery tradition and archery history. Um, they know a lot about shooting uh, bows and arrows, and so all of that kind of plays into you know the experience that they had, which then led for us to to arrive at where Ten Point is today. After Rick graduated from college. He gained a lot of experience working for a company called Cole National Corporation. They were kind of set up as a, a distributor of archery equipment. Rick then purchased the Portage Archery Store from Bill, and right around that time uh, had met Bernard Horton, who was a custom gun maker in, uh, in Scotland. Now, Bernard uh, had a desire to create a crossbow that could then uh, you know, possibly be sold here in the United States. After Bernard kind of came up with his first few models and shipped them over, he got them to Rick. Rick realized the quality of those crossbows. Rick kind of believed that they could be mass produced in a, you know, kind of a, a more formal factory production setting here in the United States. Eventually, Rick and, and Bernard Horton came to this agreement. They eventually moved the production of Horton crossbows 
over here to the United States. Rick set up a distribution channel for those crossbows to to then you know make it to market, and kind of the the rest is. Uh, history as they say on on the the, the creation of, of Horton the Horton side so this was in the early 80s when all of that took place um, Ohio where we're at uh, where 10 point is actually uh, is one of the states that has kind of some of the the most open crossbow laws there are out there with respect to hunting with a crossbow and also uh, we we've had crossbows legalized here for we're almost the longest uh, the state that had the longest legalization for crossbows since that occurred in the early 80s it's not actually a, it's not a coincidence that Horton crossbows were made here in Ohio and then you know our our laws changed and we were able to start hunting with them here in Ohio those two things uh, are very uh, connected so after a while Rick wanted to Horton was a very, very profitable company. Rick became the CEO of Horton uh, when it was in its existence up until uh, the early 90s. And at that time, Rick has always been a guy who always has his eye on the next innovation, the next design change to make to improve uh, the design of a crossbow or to improve the design of a, a vertical bow. This kind of comes from his dad's influence on him. Bill Bednar was a, a very brilliant inventor. A lot of the Horton, the original Horton crossbows that were were designed and built in the early 80s, Bill Bednar had a direct hand in creating a lot of the technology that was employed on those bows. So having an eye for the technological side and you know realizing that when you stay in cutting edge technology, your products are always going to be desired in the marketplace, kind of with that thinking in mind. Rick wanted to continue to take money from Horton, reinvest it into their research and development, you know, uh, push the envelope even further on the crossbows. Well, the folks at Horton, the board, kind of disagreed with Rick on this. Uh, they did not want to take those profits and reinvest them into, you know, different innovations. And so there was a disagreement between the board and Rick. As a result, Rick left Horton then in 1991 as a result kind of of this stockholder dispute uh, issues with the board. And when he left Horton, he actually, there, there was no other business. Uh, he didn't have any other work at the time. But the moment he left Horton, I think that he be began planning what his next business move was going to be. And he uh, obviously knew, uh, along with Bill, uh, quite a bit about crossbows, their functionality, best way to design them. And so began, Rick began at that time, and right around 1991, to start talking with some folks in the industry, looking for investors, and beginning to sort of set up what uh, 10 point crossbows would become today. So in 1994, just three short years later, Rick started Hunter's Manufacturing Corporation, which we still have, uh, 10 point crossbows still has that name to this day. We are Hunter's Manufacturing Corporation doing business as 10 point crossbow technologies. That began in 1994, and then eventually, you know, with the idea that we want to stay as cutting edge as we can, we want to push, you know, the best, most innovative technological designs in our in our crossbows out into the marketplace. We also have a desire to to use the best materials and to produce uh, the most consistent shooting crossbows. With those things in mind, this is what helped Tenpoint, the brand itself, to become synonymous with quality, with accuracy, with consistency, with performance. And eventually, by 2010, the company saw the, the room open up for the possibility for another brand, and this is where Wicked Ridge was born. We launched Wicked Ridge in 2010. At the time, the Ten Points tended to begin at a higher price point and then just go up from there. We wanted to also make sure that we were making quality crossbows for folks who, 
you know, can afford that up to six or $800 price point. So again, that was when the Wicked Ridge line was born. Originally it came out with the Invader uh, model and the Warrior model. Uh, those two models are still in the Wicked Ridge lineup. Um, they by far have been the best selling crossbows that we've ever produced in volume and numbers throughout the course, you know, since, since that time. From there, then, Wicked Ridge began to evolve and began to innovate, and then we we picked up our third brand in 2014. In 2014, uh, Horton, uh, the Horton that Rick had left, began to experience uh, some, some quality issues with respect to parts on the crossbows that they were making. They had opted to have all of the parts of the bows made outside of the country to be made in China. This can work okay for some companies, I guess, you know, if you're able to get a a very large number of parts in uh, to be able to replace parts that are bad. But what took place uh, was that uh, the quality control side of the parts kind of fell by the wayside. Horton got lots of parts in from China that were defective. They were not able to get additional batches of parts in that were correct and eventually Horton essentially ran out of parts and ran out of crossbows to produce and went bankrupt. They could not meet their their, their, uh, financial obligations at that point. In 2014 then, the brand name Horton went up for auction kind of as a return to his roots. Rick was able to bid on the Horton brand name and we were able to win that at auction. And so it was a really big deal for Rick to to kind of come back to the Horton brand name and to return it back to, you know, the the glory days of of the early to mid and late 80s uh, with respect to quality. And since that time, we've produced three different crossbows now under the name uh, Horton Crossbow Innovations. But that's also, you know, uh, the Wicked Ridge, the Horton, uh, all these are, are made by 10 point. Very cool. And my first crossbow was, if you remember the old Horton Summit, the 150. I do. I absolutely do. Yep. And I love that crossbow. And I used to think, and it was shooting at like 250, 260 feet per second, something like that. And I, I used to think, man, that's just blazing those arrows down there. Not realizing what was to come, that some crossbows would come darn close to doubling that. Then I remember one of the guys in our crossbow club got the first reverse-limbed crossbow that I had ever seen, which was the Horton Vision. And we just couldn't believe that, the way it felt when you held it and the, the balance and, and everything that's now led up to things like the RDX 400 and the, these great crossbows that not only took that old-school look, but modern technology. And now you've got a crossbow that's, what, 400 feet per second, where that, that old Horton one was at three. 100-ish, give or take. So, I'm glad that you bring up about the Horton Vision. So uh, the reverse draw crossbow technology, when you see a reverse draw crossbow, you definitely know it's a, a reverse draw crossbow. It looks a lot different from a traditional forward draw crossbow where the bow assembly is mounted on a traditional, the bow assembly is mounted all the way out at the end of the barrel. But with a reverse draw crossbow, the bow assembly sort of turned backwards and then it's mounted about midway up the barrel. This is significant because when we purchased the Horton brand name in 2014, we also purchased licensing rights uh, with Jim Kemp from Scorpid Crossbows. Scorpid Crossbows uh, are, of course, the uh, original reverse draw crossbow design designed by Jim. And at the time, Jim only licensed out the ability to to manufacture a reverse draw crossbow or an RDX crossbow, we call it for short, to two other companies, to Barnett and to Horton. And so when we purchased the Horton brand name in 2014, that licensing passed to us to where we could actually take the reverse draw crossbow design and then innovate on top of it. And so that's really what has allowed us to produce this RDX, Wicked Ridge RDX 400, the Horton Vortec RDX reverse draw style crossbow, and then two other 10-point crossbows, which have really taken the, the market by storm here over the last two years. The first was the Nitro X, which came out last year, and then the Nitro XRT, those are by 10-point, uh, which came out this year. 
those are definitely the most sought after crossbows of 2019 at this point. So it's, it's kind of neat how, uh, you know, our ability to reestablish ownership of the Horton brand actually passed that ability to make these RDX bows on to us. And that has, it's really injected a lot of uh, uh, design innovation into our lineup that we can offer these reverse draw crossbows. Yeah, I think they're really having shot the vision back when it first came out. Like I said, a person in our group had one and I was able to shoot it a couple times. There's such an amazing difference in shooting a reverse draw versus the front assembly. Uh, as far as feel, you, it doesn't take a whole lot with a Wicked Ridge crossbow to get it sighted in. And generally they're sighted in from the factory, if I remember right. That's right. We boresight everything here at the factory before it, it, it goes, it ships. So basically out of the box, any of our crossbows will be pretty close. You know, you should be able to hit a 10-inch pipe plate, let's say at 20 yards with it, just out of the box. Yeah, and I have I have the Invader, I think it's G3 for Generation 3. or uh, The Invader G3, we have that model. The Invader HP was the model that preceded it. And, and that's actually kind of like uh, the G3 is kind of the third generation of Invader. That's, that's kind of where the name comes from. We had an original Invader model, then the Invader HP, uh, and then that Invader G3. So one thing that you'll notice with crossbows, the history of crossbows here over the last 10 to 15 years, is that uh, most crossbows have, have become lighter overall, you know, in general to carry. They've become more narrow. The bow assemblies uh, used to be as wide as the crossbow was long. <laughs> now they're quite a bit uh, more narrow, you know, somewhere in the 6 uh, six to 15 inch range, uh, I think is, is where our crossbows uh, cocked. They're all between like nine in, uh, 6 inches and they go up to, I think, 16 inches is the longest with our Ranger X2. And the Invader G3 represents one of those, uh, you know, pretty significant innovations with respect to the bow technology and the, the stock technology. The G3's bow assembly is a little bit more narrow, has a little bit more uh, performance, it's a little bit more uh, energy, uh, and then also the, uh, the G3 stock is a little bit lighter overall and skeletonized. Those changes have continued to translate into all of the crossbows over the, the course of the last five years. You'll notice that um, crossbows in general uh, are becoming more lighter overall, more narrow in the bow assemblies, making them easier to carry when you're out in the field, um, and then also increases in performance. We've been able to make them uh, to shoot quite a bit faster now than they, they used to in the past. Yeah, it's amazing. You've got from the Ranger 2, which that's up to 330 feet per second. That's slow by no means, but that's your slowest bow in the in the Wicked Ridge lineup, and they go up from there. That actually would be the slowest bow in uh, our entire 10-point Horton and Wicked Ridge lineup. So 330 feet per second now is kind of the minimum benchmark, I guess you could say, for speeds. Speed has been one of those things uh, that over the course of the last five years, that's been the most dramatic change in the industry. We're seeing crossbows now that have, uh, we have many crossbows that have broken the 400 foot per second barrier and 10 point in that new Nitro XRT, it's kind of blown past that barrier. That, that Nitro XRT shoots up to 470 feet per second. But uh, getting back to the Ranger X2, so that that's kind of our uh, our youth model is how we market it quite a bit. It's a smaller crossbow in general. Overall, it only weighs 5.9 total pounds, the entire crossbow itself. And it's also a little bit shorter to help to accommodate uh, young people who, you know, are kids, smaller folks. But also, it's a great crossbow for women or for small-framed shooters, folks who uh, may not be very tall. The shorter aspect of this bow 
allows for them to use the rope cocking mechanism that's mounted in the stock to get a good leverage point to be able to cock the bow. Some folks who aren't very tall in purchasing other crossbow models, sometimes those models are are way too long and they just don't fit well. We've kind of designed the Ranger X2 to, you know, be an an entry-level crossbow, let's say, for a young person, but also it can be the the full-time crossbow for an adult woman or an adult man. With that type of performance, the up to 330 feet per second, the kinetic energy level up to 85 foot-pounds of energy, just because it's a smaller youth model or a smaller design doesn't mean that it's you know still not effective out in the woods it definitely has more than enough energy to uh to to get total pass-throughs and to you know be to get successful harvests out to 30 yards in the field oh yeah i would think those stats are fairly similar to my invader g2 uh as far as foot per second and my you mentioned that i'm due to my handicap I'm a little bit bent over and hunched in the way I walk, so my Invader G2 is almost too long for me. Looking at something like a Wicked Ridge Ranger X2, it will work for whitetail, it will work for turkey, it will work for black bear. That'll work for just about anything out there. I guess you could probably even take an elk with that if it's the right shot. Exactly. It's all about shot placement. You know, the one of the awesome things about archery hunting in general is that it's a much more intimate way of hunting. And what I'm getting at there is that, you know, the object of archery hunting is to get as close as you can to the animal. And so if you're, you could even take the Ranger X2, you know, out into the elk woods, as long as you're, you know, making a, a shot that's, that's fairly close, you're, you're still going to have enough energy for an elk. That's absolutely the case. Now, one of the things, and you know this, you're on the Michigan Crossbow Hunters Forum with me and some other pages. One of the things that I don't think is a debate that will ever end, I've got this great crossbow, what broadhead do I use? And there's so many broadheads out there. If you ask 30 people, you're going to get 40 answers. There's so many broadheads out there, it'll make your head spin. (laughs) Exactly. What you guys did is you came out and developed broadhead that is been tested with your lines of crossbows and tends to work the best, as I should say, and that's that Evo X. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. You're absolutely right. I worked in customer service here at 10 Point for several years, and that's pretty close to the number one question that we probably get in the fall is, what's the best broadhead for me to shoot? We always like to be able to know what uh, one of the know what the better shooting broadheads are out there so that we can give our customers that valuable information. We want our customers to be as successful as they can be with the crossbows. And so, you know, we always are looking what is the best broadhead to use. So we went through a process a few years ago where we took 20 very popular crossbow broadheads on the market and tested them out of our high-performance crossbows, the crossbows that are shooting, you know, in excess of 350 feet per second. And we, we tested based on accuracy, uh, grouping, whether or not the, the blades opened up while the, the broadhead was in flight. We tested uh, fixed-blade broadheads, rear-deploy types, uh, front-deploy type, type blades, and we arrived at a broadhead that we feel, you know, through this testing, has proven to be the most accurate broadhead out there. We then took that design of that broadhead and made some changes to it. We actually strengthened up the the ferrule. Uh, uh, instead of using 6061 aluminum, we're using uh, 7075 uh, aluminum alloy, which is of course one of the strongest aircraft grade alloys out there. Part of the reason why we did that is because these crossbows are, are shooting so fast now, so much energy, we don't want the broadhead itself to blow apart or to break apart when it hits the animal. So we've tried to you know, institute into this design on this uh, Evo X center punch broadhead, some of the, the sharpest and strongest steel that you can use. And then also, as I say, the strongest aluminum you can use so that the broadhead will, will perform uh, even after it strikes the animal. Um, let's say that, you know, heaven forbid, um, when you take a shot at a, a large buck, the arrow ends up hitting him in the shoulder rather than in, in the kill zone. Well, we've tried to design this broadhead 
to be high performance enough that if it hits that shoulder, it won't break the blo- the broadhead apart. It'll actually continue. It likely will pass through that shoulder and may even pass through the opposite shoulder. I know that sounds extraordinary, but we've had several reports of this happening with folks who are shooting our you know very high performance stuff with these these new broadheads. So. It's scalpel steel, scalpel sharp steel blades. It's a two-blade rear deploy style broadhead. And one of the the most interesting and unique features of, of this broadhead is that by taking the shot, so the act of the string pushing the arrow forward, because of the unique design of the broadhead, it actually forces the two blades to go in and, and to hug the ferrule. So in other words, the design of this broadhead does not allow for the blades to flare open while it's in flight. Flare, you know, if the blades flare open while a broadhead is in flight, that's very bad because most likely it's going to cause the, uh, it's going to interrupt the trajectory of the arrow and the broadhead. It's going to give it, you know, a bad flight characteristic. It might even make the arrow sort of corkscrew in midair. You probably are not going to hit your target. If it's an animal, then you may end up wounding the animal. We really don't want that to happen you know, from an ethical perspective, but also from a functionality perspective. And so this broadhead is unique because, like I say, the moment you take the shot, the momentum actually forces the blades to uh, seat properly, and it leads to you get the same kind of consistent launch from one arrow and broadhead to the next arrow and broadhead. And that's what really helps to make this broadhead very accurate, uh, very superior downfield. That Evo line, that EVO-X, that's carried over into arrows, your your carbon arrows as well, as well as lighted knocks, from what I've noticed. Yes. So two years ago, we kind of saw the, the need to create a separate brand where we could market accessories under that brand. And that brand is called Evo-X, and that's E V O. X. Just as you mentioned, we now have the center punch broadheads offered under that Evo X brand. We also have what's called the Evo X center punch premium carbon crossbow arrow. And this arrow has been specifically designed. Uh, we worked with an arrow company to specifically design a shaft, a carbon arrow shaft, which has certain characteristics that's very stiff, very strong, in order to achieve superior accuracy and and superior arrow flight when a crossbow shoots more than 350 feet per second. And as a result, we've arrived at is this center punch arrow. It it has a, uh, the shaft strength itself is actually at 22 million pounds per square inch. I I know that seems extraordinary, but it's actually much stronger than stainless steel, the way the carbon fiber uh, is woven. And what we've seen with these arrows in performance, like actually out in the field, many other carbon arrows would have broken. The shafts would have broken off. The inserts would have broken out of the shafts when they were fired at such high speed with such an amount of weight on them. We're not seeing that with these center punch arrows. What I'd mentioned to you earlier about I'd had some calls from some of our customers, you know, reporting to me that they've had these total pass-throughs through both shoulders. You know, that's one of the first questions I think that comes up is, so obviously the arrow survived. The customers are reporting to us that, the arrows themselves, the shafts themselves are not breaking when this happens. It, it may be, uh, you know, that there's some bending of the broadhead or this and that, but the arrow shaft and the broadhead, they all seem to, to stay together and maintain. And, and that's critical when it comes to doing as much damage to the animal that you're trying to harvest as possible in order to take away the amount of time that the animal suffers before it expires. But the other side is that the the center punch arrow from Evo X is also one of the most accurate arrows on the market for crossbows. We take a lot of extra time when it comes to those arrows and, in fact, all of the other arrows that Ten Point produces. We spend a lot of time here at the factory weight matching those arrows so that, you know, if you buy a box of our arrows, the the arrows are going to match each other in weight generally by about one grain, plus or minus one grain. 
Wow, that's which, huge tolerance. You know, you know, a significant right having that real tight tolerance there is very significant when it comes to uh, consistency and good grouping and accuracy. And the other thing is that those arrows, the center punch arrows, the shaft straightness on those is two one thousandths of an inch. So in other words, uh, the shaft itself does not uh, does not bend or move or there's no variation in the shaft more than one thousandths of an inch. And, and that, that's pretty, pretty precise. Oh, yeah. Again, when we go across, and I'm going to just mention the 10-point family, the 10-point brand of whether it be accessories, whether it be the 10-point crossbows, the Wicked Ridge, the Horton, they all carry eight. And this is one of the reasons I bought this Wicked Ridge is the warranty on it. Now, granted, you can damage a crossbow in a number of ways. Tell a little bit about the warranty that Wicked Ridge and, and the others uses to back up the purchase, the investment that you make in a crossbow. Absolutely. So the first thing I want to say about the warranty is that the warranty does not change whether you buy 10-point Horton or a Wicked Ridge crossbow. So in other words, we offer the same limited lifetime warranty on the crossbow regardless of the price that you're paying for it. That's a pretty significant um, offering in today's crossbow market because a lot of the crossbows that are under $500, let's say, on the market, they will not have this same type of ironclad warranty. And basically, the way the warranty works is there's a lifetime warranty against uh, any defects in any of the parts of the crossbows. And anytime uh, it can be shown that a part failed as a result of a defect, then we'll replace that part for life. Oh, fantastic. Now, the other, the other as- aspects of the warranty, the, all of our stocks, uh, on the, whether it's a Wicked Ridge, Horton, or a 10-point, the stocks are, are made of a, a super light, super strong carbon fiber and fiberglass injected polymer. And they're all uh, basically drop tested. So we drop them from distances of like 10 to 20 feet to try to mimic the kind of the situation if you're in a tree stand and you're up that high and you end up dropping the crossbow, what will happen? The drop testing is essential to us because we want to mimic, you know, what folks are actually experiencing out in the field. The materials that we've decided to use for the stocks, they can all withstand basically a 10 to 20 foot drop out of a tree stand. If that happens, we don't expect for the stock to break. It's, it's that strong of a material. The stock has a lifetime warranty on it. If it breaks for, uh, you know, as the result of a fall or something like that, then we will replace it for the lifetime ownership of the bow. Now, the, the limbs on the crossbows carry a warranty of five years, and this is typically because if there's a defect in the limbs, then that defect is, is generally going to show itself within the, the first few years of ownership. It's uh, less than one-tenth of one percent of any defects that we do get in our limbs, so it's not really something that we expect to fail, but if the limbs do fail, you know, for the first five years of the bow's ownership, we'll replace those limbs at no charge for the customer under the warranty. That's fantastic. I'm assuming they call customer service, and then customer service would get them shipping information as to how to get it back to you guys, and then they would send the whole crossbow in, and you guys would, you know, uh, redo the limbs or whatever was affecting it at that point? So that that's uh, one way in which a, a customer can, you know, place a warranty claim would be to call our customer service department. We then issue a return authorization. The customer then ships the bow directly here to 10 point. What we've tried to do in order to, you know, provide better service for our customers, that whole process works great. However, when the fall season, hunting season comes, and everyone, the rush is happening, basically everyone's getting their crossbows out. Uh, what we've tried to do is to, to set up local service centers at local archery dealers around the country where the customer then has an option. The customer can contact us directly and send the crossbow to us for us to do the work, or the customer can take the crossbow to his trusted local dealer who has been trained in how to do these types of repairs and 10 point will actually ship the parts to the dealer and the dealer will do the replacement work on site. The idea here is, uh, 
uh, at 10 point during that fall time, the busy time, if you send your crossbow into us for a repair, we try to keep that repair time at right around five business days. And I don't know if, if you've ever had to send anything into a, a gun manufacturer or any other type of outdoors manufacturer during the, the hunting months, but that's a, a pretty fast turnaround, five days, sure. as compared to most everybody else in the industry. But even though we have still we're able to achieve that five-day turnaround, if a customer were able to just drop the bow off to his local dealer, the dealer then repairs the crossbow, the customer could have it back within just a few days in, in, in a faster amount of time, in less time than we could have turned it around. So that's actually another option that we've, we've been expanding. We started this uh, dealer service center program about three years ago, and every year we've continued to add more dealers, and that program just continues to kind of expand. And how would they, if they had a maintenance issue on a crossbow or a warranty issue, I should say, can they find those participating dealers from the Wicked Ridge or 10 Point website, or would they be best bet just to call you guys? I think the best bet would be to just give our customer service department a call. The customer service department definitely can assist the customer with finding uh, which location is the, the closest service center to them and then you know make that referral. That's one way. We do have a dealer locator on our website that does indicate which dealers are service centers and which dealers are not. So a customer could go onto our website kind of in a self-service fashion put in their zip code information on the dealer locator and then you know have some results come back that shows them okay these are your local service centers here's the exact distance that these are located away from you anybody goes to whether it be 10 point or horton or wicked ridge scroll all the way to the bottom there's going to be an other section and it's going to talk about my account media then there's going to be a located dealer and then there's also locate a service center without even having to wait so i just went in here put 100 miles of my zip code and i've got seven archery centers that i could take my bow to for authorized work they're all authorized service centers absolutely you can't beat that it took me two seconds to find it out two of them i'm very very familiar with i could put it in the car and away i go and it kind of matches and goes along with our philosophy on customer service from the beginning in 1994 when rick started the hunter's manufacturing company which eventually has become 10 point here the customer has always been the focus and what i mean by that is we're asking folks to make an investment in one of our crossbows for folks some folks to buy a 500 dollars crossbow that's a pretty significant investment for them, just as much as for some folks who buy a $2,500 crossbow. As a result, you know, we recognize this is an investment, and so we want to make sure that we support all the customers who've decided to choose us and make this investment in us. It's our desire to provide, you know, top shelf, basically the best customer service that there is out there in the industry. If you've also dealt with other outdoors companies, you know that customer service can become a pretty important issue when you have an issue. And so there are a lot of folks who do buy based on, you know, the uh, history of, of customer service with their friends and with certain companies and it's, it's been our goal from the beginning, and it remains our goal today, to, to provide the best level of customer service, better than any other crossbow company out there. And now that we've been in business 25 years doing this, we've, we've gotten pretty good at providing the right level of support for our customers. From a customer standpoint, having bought a Wicked Ridge, I've had it now three or four years, and I have yet to test your customer service level, which is exactly what you want to hear. The best, yes, the best customer service is the one that's not needed, of course. You yeah. know, that, that means you're making a good quality product, but sh should you ever need us... You know, we want to make sure that all of our customers know that if, if an issue ever does arise, we're absolutely, we're here for you. Well, this has been awesome. I, you know, 10 Point is one of those brands, 10 Point in the umbrella family of all the, the Wicked Ridge and the Horton. What I like about it is that it's all done in the U.S. I'm supporting U.S. business from manufacturing. There's other crossbow manufacturers that make their crossbows in the U.S., or I should say assemble them in the U.S. from parts brought in from around the world. That's that's fine. That's part of their business model. But I want to support American-made businesses. 
and one that makes a quality product. And when you've got American-made, quality product, great customer service, and just the interactions I've had with 10-point employees over the years makes me a firm believer in that as much as I was an Excalibur fan and still am, and they make a great bow, my next bow purchase is going to be a Wicked Ridge. That's the family that I absolutely love. So I think the product is fantastic. And I can't thank you enough for your time. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't even get to touch on, so I'd love to have you back at some time. For everybody listening, hit the show notes because Brian wrote a great article maybe a year ago or so about assembling a crossbow like maintenance bag, what you should have in it, things to consider. And we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. And I think that's a phenomenal article because it covers so many good points that you go out the door and you're like, oh crud, I forgot this, or I need an extra battery, or I need extra glow points, or I forgot rail lube, or whatever it is. That's an article I'll have for everybody to to access. I'll also have links to the 10-point YouTube channel where you can see Brian do everything from crossbow maintenance to assembly to shooting some of the newer product and discussing the benefits of it. So, Brian, you've really been busy there. Yes, we uh, we have a lot a lot of projects running right now. Uh, a lot of uh, successful designs, new designs uh, that have come out this year in 2019. We had quite a few uh, new designs uh, in the Ten Point line and in Wicked Ridge come out uh, last year. So uh, all that's uh, kept us very busy. But we are looking forward to having one of the best years for Ten Point as a company that we've ever had in these 25 years. And again, I appreciate you pointing out that. You know, you can access those uh, how-to videos, uh, different product informational videos on the on the YouTube site, and I also appreciate you posting those links for the tenpointcrossbows.com, wickedridgecrossbows.com, or hortoncrossbows.com website, so that folks can, uh, you know, actually get in and take a look at our whole lineup. And I appreciate again your words about the the crossbow shooting box article. Uh, that article came to me honestly because basically it was something I wrote after years of forgetting certain items out in the field, I was able to formulate kind of a checklist and then hopefully, uh, you know, pass that checklist along to other folks so that they don't go through uh, the same issues I did. So, Yeah, I can't tell you the number of times you'll go out to a shoot someplace and everybody just kind of opens their boxes because everybody's forgot something. So it's kind of a one of those honor systems of just put it back where you got it from so it doesn't disappear can't tell you the number of times I've gone out to shoot and I might have everything but rail lube, a little bit of oil or whatever it is. And I'm like, I'll survive without them. But man, it sure would have been nice to have them, you know, when I, I needed them. Sure thing. I thank you for your time. I want to have you back on again as we get a little bit closer to closer to hunting season. And maybe there's some new items that are coming out or we're looking at. I've certainly, I've just picked up not the EVO-X line of arrows. I, I got the ones right below it for 10 point and I've been using them in my Wicked Ridge. And man, they've been, they shoot like a dream. Outstanding. Yeah, I, I look forward to coming back maybe and speaking with you more, Jason, uh, about some more stuff that's specific to our models. You know, uh, maybe late summer, uh, something like that. Uh, I can come back and tell you about specific uh, crossbows that we make, like the Turbo M1 oh, under yeah. the 10 point lineup or the, the Titan M1, and then even maybe go into a little bit more depth on uh, the specific Wicked Ridge crossbows that we make. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And I'll try to get some listener questions, too, that they might come up with on, on Wicked Ridge Crossbows, and maybe we'll do a little Q&A session on some questions I get. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Well, Brian, again, I thank you for your time. It's been fantastic. Again, folks, go out look. There's plenty of third-party websites you can watch on YouTube to verify what I'm saying. I'm not getting anything for doing this interview. This is not a pro piece as far as because something was given to me. Nothing was. I'm telling you this because I like the Wicked Ridge brand. I've had very little exposure to the 10-point crossbows, and Horton was my first crossbow. So those brands are near and dear to me for, for several reasons, and I was just very grateful to get Brian on and go out and check out all the different pieces out there on YouTube and on the web that will back up exactly what I'm saying about how good these crossbows are, how well-made, how versatile as far as the game you can hunt. I, I think you'll find out that this is one of the best brands out there on the market, if not the best. I totally agree with, with everything you've said, Jason. And, you know, the crossbow also is a can be a, a very great weapon to start with if you're going to, you know, introduce a young person into the woods. 
for the first time. The crossbow has a lot of advantages over other types of weapons, whether they be firearms or even vertical archery equipment, especially with with very young folks. I'm talking seven, eight, nine, ten years old. There'll be some. Uh, I actually have an article coming out. I believe it'll be next week that kind of it goes through and talks a little bit about you know the advantage of beginning a youth with a crossbow as opposed to one of those other types of weapons. So everybody keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, that'll be coming out on the Deer and Deer Hunting website, I believe, next week. So. Oh, great. And for anybody listening, feel free to go out and join the Michigan Crossbow Hunters Facebook group. Brian is a member of that, posts quite a bit in there. And if you have questions, the great thing about it is instead of sending Brian a question where it's just you and him back and forth, which people do, I'm sure, but if you post it in the forums, everybody can learn from it. Absolutely. That's a that's a great way because when you post something on the forum, then you get you know, a lot of the folks who have gone through that issue may have some, you know, solutions or suggestions for you. It, oftentimes the manufacturers will weigh in in one way or another. So it, it's a great way to glean a lot of information, you know, on, a, on an issue. Head out to Michigan Crossbow Hunters. Join that page. We'll welcome you in. There's a just a huge variety of people that shoot all sorts of different crossbows on there and a great way to get all sorts of information and questions answered. So again, Brian, I thank you for your time. Hope you have a great day down there in Ohio and I look forward to having you back in the future. Thanks so much, Jason. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. You take care. Yep. Take care. Now. Bye. Come early spring, it's getting green. Fisher on the bed. Hear those turkeys gobble It's ringing in my head The winter rides bass boat Here comes another year Yeah, we command the outdoors around here Oh, we command the outdoors Yeah, we Man, the outdoors. Come summertime, we're feeling fine, fishing on the lake, flipping jigs and Carolina rigs. From early morning till real late, bonfires on the creek bank, kick back a couple beers. Yeah, we command the outdoors around here. Yeah, we command the outdoors Yeah, we command the outdoors Next year's does until you know winter's on the way Brushing blinds and deer stands Fever starts to creep Fill our freezers full of ducks Lots of tender deer Yeah, we command the outdoors around here Yeah, we command the outdoors Yeah, we command the outdoors So grab your guns and shells, boys Put on your camouflage Cause we command the outdoors around here We command the outdoors